Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Talking with a Dad. If you enjoy the content that we're producing here, please make sure to like, share, and subscribe. And follow us on all our social media platforms like Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can find the links to those all in the bottom there. And check us out there at talkingwithadad.com. And without any further ado, I'd like to introduce tonight's guest, who just celebrated two years on Twitch, lifelong gamer, and a WoW expert, and soon-to-be fellow YouTuber, and has some of the best taste I've heard in music ever played in a live stream, Desi. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 31 of the Talking With A Dad podcast this week. We have Desi with us as our first uh, internet personality guest, I guess you could say. Uh, last week, obviously, we had Ike with us, who's Steve's friend. Got Desi this week, who's my friend. So here we are. Desi, how you doing this evening? Hi, um, I'm good. I'm excited to be here. Good, good. I feel like I'm in an interview right now. That's exactly what this (laughs) is. We should expect to uh, get a job application shortly after this goes. (laughs) HR will be reaching out after this. Yes, HR will be reaching out. It's actually just Steve's cousin, uh, Billy. We have him on the books. He He sends you the information. We'll get you going. All right, so we're here this evening. Um, late start for us again. Uh, this happens when we, we are only friends with West Coasters, apparently. Um, yes. So best cool. best quality of people, though. You got it. You got to admit that right there. Yeah. So let's start it off with Steve mentioned something in the intro that uh, Desi has a really sick um, music selection in the stream. Right. Obviously, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Always has really good. Now, how do you select your music to play during stream? Um, I really go off of just what I like to listen to most of the time. Um, I grew up with like three older brothers, and so they listen to all sorts of music. They're the ones that kind of, I guess, where I get my my music taste from, okay. um, like all the techno, the rap, and the hip hop. That I think that I developed that on my own because <laughs> I lived in NorCal uh, from like third to seventh grade. You know, um, listen to like a bunch of like E40 and what was that? Like Yin Yang Twins, like all that. And I was like young oh, and yeah. listening to this, you know, and all <laughs> the, the boys the good stuff. listen to it. Yeah. So yeah, I just, whatever I feel like listening to. Yeah. And then chat helps sometimes they do song requests and that's always fun. Yeah. I'm kind of known in the chat for coming in with the, with the crazy techno and, and trance oh, music. Right, usually. Right. You're, yeah. You're the one that reminded me of that one. DJ Boris. Boris. Yeah. Boris Breccia. Yeah, I popped in uh, that one day. I popped into a stream. It like I noticed it was a nice progression, and then it switched to like a Depeche Mode cover, and I was like, "Follow." (laughs) 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 It was absolutely good. Very good. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I was I was always wondering about that where the where the music taste came from because I did notice that too when I'm in stream. Is that usually like like music that I would listen to, and I'm fairly picky with with music generally. Steve knows this. Steve is a complete hip hop head. Steve knows. A to, oh, a to B in hip hop. Don't you stick me in a, bu- a box like that. You know I enjoy Hootie and the Blowfish. You know? Dave Matthews. I get really hardcore to some Dave Matthews when I'm driving around. Every once in a while, ABBA. Oh, really of course. Get cracking if I'm feeling, <laughs> feeling really gangster that evening. <laughs> so right. you say you, you spent some time in North Cal. So that is actually one of my favorite places in, in regards to music and like influence for hip hop and culture. What part of NorCal were you in? Were you in San Fran or were you in? In Sacramento. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't really like the nice part. I, no. I, I always kind of grew up in, 
I don't even know if there's a nice part of Sacramento, but no, 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 no shade to my homies in Sacramento. I love you guys, but you know there's no nice part. Nine one six, right? That's the area code up there. Yes. Right, right, right. Yeah, I think so. Right. So, you yeah. guys are talking um, such inside baseball to me right now. <laughs> it's funny because when uh, Zach took a trip out to uh, to California, Zach's like a little brother to me, right? So I, I have anxieties about certain things that like a little you you would have about your little brother. He's like Steve taking a trip to California, and I'm like, oh cool, man. What part are you going to? I think he's going to do the tourist thing, Venice. So we're going to go stay in Culver City, probably swing through uh like mentioned a few shady neighborhoods in Anaheim, and I was like, whoa. I was like, do you know anything about these areas you're going to? He's like, no, nah, I'm just going to check it out. I'm like, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I stayed, I stayed in Torrance. It was really nice. There was a there was a school nearby, so I felt like we were safe. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's always a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get a, let's start getting a few of the interview questions out of the way here. Desi, how did you start streaming? Let's let's start from the top of the top of the streaming game, but take it back after. How did I start streaming? Well. I wanted to stream since since I was 18. I'm 25 now. And I only started streaming two years ago. Um, so it took me a long time to build up the courage to to actually do it. But I realized first things first that I needed a better computer. Because <laughs> my computer was really bad at the time. Like, I mean, it could barely play like CSGO and, and League, you know? Okay. So, yeah, so I went in, well... Um, at the time, I was working at this restaurant, and one of my coworkers, you know, dudes, I know dudes, like, usually if you bring up games, they're all about it, usually, for the most part, you know. Um, and, and they don't expect me to play video games. I mean, I don't think generally you don't really expect any girl to to play video games. Anyway, so I tell him, and then um, he was he played CSGO, we played some games and whatever, and uh, his, his username was uh, Jumoki. He still, I think, he stops by sometimes, but he recently had a baby, so he's... Uh, busy but he's the one that actually helped me build my computer because I didn't I can't I can't do it that's not really my thing I love computers but I can't build one maybe one day I'll, I'll go, go that route and do it on stream that'd be fun but uh, yeah so I decided that I needed to build like needed to buy a whole new computer and kind of just went all in because I was I was really scared to stream for a while um, but my desire to try and not regret not trying <laughs> is what kind of like, I guess, pushed me over the edge. And I was like, okay, let's do it. Yeah. That was in 2018. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For sure. You just celebrated two years on Twitch. Congratulations. Hey. Uh, yes. <laughs> Thanks. So that's a big milestone. Honestly, I think once you get past like the, well, I'm, I'm an exception. Uh, once you get past like the first or second year, <laughs> then it pretty much becomes a routine, right? And you're going to do it regardless, right? Because it's not really affecting you anyway. Negatively, you're going to play the games anyway. So just turn the stream on, right? That's really was my motto for a long time. Uh, and then I, I've been notorious for taking five and six months breaks every other month. So um, that's, a, that's a thing that happens. So let's take it back another step here. How did you start gaming? Like, like what was the, what were the games you got hooked on originally? Like, yeah, you, yeah go ahead. Um, well, like I said earlier, um, I grew up with three brothers, so they were always gamers. I remember like my earliest memories of any video games was maybe when I was four or five or maybe, maybe five or six, actually, oh, probably before that. But anyway, I remember playing uh, some Sonic game on a Dreamcast. Yeah, like okay. from from my bed, like just chilling. So ever since I can remember, like I was always into it. Um, and and I have I have sisters as well, and they were never as into it as I was. Um, 
obviously I'm, I'm really into video games. I'm still playing them now, <laughs> you know, and I have been. But anyway, so that's that's the first game I remember. So I guess I, you could say because my brothers were gamers that I became a gamer. Um, sort of because they kind of brought it into the, the household, you know, and I'd watch them play. I remember watching them play like Ocarina of Time and it was the best, like kind of just sitting there in the back seat and watching them play mm-hmm. was, was fun. So, okay. yeah, um, that's that's kind of how I got into games. Yeah. So then so thought, WoW came along, right, mm-hmm. and, and kind of did it take over from the beginning? Because pretty much all you play on stream is WoW, right? You do your occasional uh-huh. Warzone and Counter-Strike uh-huh. and, and stuff, right? League, maybe. Did war, did As soon as you touch WoW, is it like, all right, that's it. That's all I'm playing. I'm done. Pretty much, yes. It was seriously like a drug. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. I can attest. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, they played classic or vanilla, I guess, back then. Right. Now it's classic, I guess. Um, uh, I, I, yeah, had to get my own account because I played too much. Uh, I had <laughs> to get my own, you know. I wanted to play. Uh, so, yeah, I just loved it. I loved everything about it. You know, the interaction with, with the, uh, the other players, you know, making groups and talking and all of it. I guess it's just me <laughs> what expansion did you start playing in um I think it was it was the end of burning crusade because i remember going to gamestop and buying wrath of the lich king with my brothers and standing in line at like i don't know midnight or whatever <laughs> midnight releases i have a lot of good midnight releases stories so you've been playing since the end of the first expansion right burning crusade was the first expansion no well actually yes 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 it was right. the first expansion right, first right, expansion right. so the end of the first expansion so a long time so we we yeah, uh right. In the intro, Steve touted you as a, a World of Warcraft expert. So, <laughs> you know, playing from no. BC, uh-huh. I think you kind of, I think that kind of counts. Uh, BC is coming out soon, right? They're adding oh, that to supposedly. Classic next year from, from what I've heard. No, probably. Man, yeah, that's going to be crazy, though. Yeah, I think it's uh, interesting that the, the way that Classic works. It's the way that Old School RuneScape came out after, after a, a really bad uh move on jagex's part so then we got old we got old school runescape and then was it legion was good and then battle for azeroth was really not great as far as expansions go right so people were up in arms and then they've been calling for classic for since what uh warlords of draenor i think is really kind of when that first rumor and that first inkling yeah. of people wanting to play started and mm-hmm. obviously there were private servers and stuff that weren't technically illegal um and pushed and they got we got classic wow i bit the bullet on it too i played i played quite a bit not a great player uh it was never yeah. my it wasn't my childhood but okay cool so the is wow your favorite game of all time i think so yes it is um and other favorite games of mine i i, I have to say skyrim yeah um skyrim's great I, I never played all of the elder scrolls online um but I, that, I did play that one. Skyrim was awesome. Um, I love all Zelda games. Okay. I remember playing Wind Waker so much. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I love it, really. I think it's funny that um, all three of us in the call right now come from completely different backgrounds in gaming, right? Mm. You're an MMO player. Mm-hmm. Steve likes to play fighting games for some reason. Can't quite figure that one out yet. Um, and I come from what shooters. makes the world go around. Just <laughs> <laughs> when's the last time you ever looked at someone playing Tekken and not gone, man, 
this guy's really got his life all together. He's got it figured. <laughs> When's the last time I watched you play Tekken? Never. Okay, so I've never that done that. Point. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. Steve, want to jump in? I think Steve has some have some things he wants to. Yeah, no, actually, so I got to be honest with you. So that night I jumped into your chat. I usually don't uh, participate in a lot in chats, not to be a lurk oh. or anything like that, but it helps me kind of figure out who I'm watching and how they are as a streamer. Like, so, for instance, when I jumped into your, your stream that night, the one thing I noticed instantly, besides the music choice, was you were completely laid back, right? And you have, like, a very nice community around you. And Zach can tell you, I'm a big old mushball when it comes to these type of things. I like to see people, content creators, have communities behind them that really support them. So I got to ask you a question. And this is, feel free to go on a tangent if you like. You can name as many as you like. Are there any streamers that you're inspired by? Like, is there someone that you sit down to kind of relax and chill and enjoy their stream? Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, they're mostly WoW streamers, I guess. Um because I play a lot of WoW. I really like WoW. Um, but uh, yeah, S Swifty for sure. And I'm sure if anyone is watching this from my stream, they're going to be like, I know she's going to say this person. <laughs> so um, yeah, Swifty, uh, he definitely inspires me. He, I love his personality. Like He's very positive. Um, he's been doing it for a way, really long time. Um, I don't know exactly how long, but he's someone I like to watch. And um, I kind of just put on in the background if I'm, you know, cleaning or whatever, getting ready for something. Um, that's one person. Let me see who else. Um, you know, even other small streamers um, also inspire me. Um, I like to follow uh, the people that follow me, that watch mm -hmm. me. Um, I like to raid them. Um, I don't think I've raided Zach yet, but yes, uh, you're, actually, you're, I think yes. I stream so late. Yeah, so one time. Um, one time. I was doing a 24-hour stream. I was playing Borderlands what? 2 at the time. I oh, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. So, yeah, even even smaller streamers. Um, Really, anyone, anyone I pop into their channel, I try and think of, like, okay, what can I learn from this person? You know, even if this person has been streaming 10 years or half a year, um, I, I think that I can take something good from that and kind of apply it to my stream. Um, so, yeah. I, I can I can definitely see that because one of the things I noticed is, a, so this is huge to me, like someone recognizing their fan base, right? And not even treating them like a fan base. Like, so I immediately noticed in your stream that you were engaging with your chat. So I've talked to Zach about this and I am the old guy here and he's, he's had to calm me down a few times. Like I get a little riled up <laughs> when, I watch, when I watch people's streams and I'm like, yo, he's not talking to these people. And when they do talk, it's, like, oh. it's talking to him like a simp. But I can be honest with you, like you, Zach, it got crazy there. You know, my eyes are not that good, bro. And like, there was a rapid string and then you like hit everyone and every person you engaged with, I can tell was someone that came back multiple times. And it's one of those things I really enjoy to see, but you know, the dark side of this whole community. We have the toxic culture, right? We have people who just go into streams and start trouble. The mods got to threaten their life a few times. You ever had an experience with a toxic chat, chat person before? Yes, actually, uh huh, quite a bit. Um, yeah, it's inevitable, really. You know, putting yourself out on in the internet, it's gonna happen. <laughs> I'm sure it ha might might happen in YouTube comments too. Um, oh, oh we, right? we 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 had one person I called the cops on. I was like, look, I'm, <laughs> I'm joking. Like, what was the what was the worst experience you've had with like sort of like a toxic? Well, um, yeah, one I can think of immediately is 
uh, I was fairly new to streaming still. Um, so I was just kind of chilling in my Discord. You know, I didn't have a locked channel. Actually, I did have a locked channel, but I wasn't in that channel at the time. I was like in another channel with my friends and I was still streaming. I don't know. It was something that just, I guess, went over my head and I didn't realize it. You know, I was like, I was, I didn't have that many people watching. I didn't know something crazy was about to happen. Right. So I was chilling. Um, and I guess some trolls found my stream and, you know, I'm always inviting people to join Discord if they want to, you know, because I love right. it. I, I love, you see, you know, how I am with my, you know, my yeah. community. Um, I really see everyone as like my real friend. Um, so they, I, I invited, you know, chat to Discord and they clicked it and they came into the voice channel, you know, because it wasn't locked and they started screaming and just all sorts of TOS things. Um, and yeah. I freaked out pretty much. I was like, I don't know what to do. I just, <laughs> I just ended, you know, just left the channel and I like immediately went to kick them from the Discord or ban them. And anyway, that was one really bad experience. <laughs> and it affects you, you know, mm -hmm. as much as you don't want to let it affect you, it does. Oh, that's how it is for me anyway. As, as much as I want to think I'm like this strong girl, you know, uh, it, it gets you sometimes, so. No, I, I would assume that it has to, and I'm, and I'm glad you brought it up, right? Because the, the difference is that a female streamer will face versus like a guy, like both will face toxic people in their careers. But at the same time, I feel like that a lot of uh, women streamers are targeted unnecessarily. Like in that instance, are we PG tonight, Zach, or are we not PG? Tonight? Steve, it's up to you, my friend. You're uh, right. you're halfway I'm on not, the channel. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to go where I was going to go. You I, set the I tone, take, my friend. You set the tone. <laughs> I did take my medication tonight, so I won't. Play. Like for instance, I'm glad me and Zach were playing World War Z, and this is when I'm new to playing games guys like and they're carrying me through every situation like i am asking the dumbest questions and at one point <laughs> someone in zach's chat was like oh man will someone please help that dude shut up and like, <laughs> and like i literally like <laughs> so you're from california like you know how you, they say you go from a kickback to getting in, into it really quickly i'm like i, I want his username tell me a screen <laughs> like i'm gonna find his ip address so i think you handled that chill but it's very interesting that you would have to face something like that. What did you learn from that? And how did that help you grow in that? Let me see here. So, well, I never chill in an open, like unlocked channel anymore. You know, yeah. I learned that lesson. <laughs> it's a good rule. We learned that right lesson recently too, actually, but for a complete other reason. Sorry. <laughs> and kind of just remembering that. I mean, it kind of, you know, you stream so much. I stream so much. I feel I stream six nights a week. That kind mm. of streams can kind of blend together. But right. you kind of, you have to remember that it's still a brand new stream. Not every stream is the same. Maybe one, you know, one stream one day is going to be amazing and the next might be a little slow or toxic. Uh, mm. little, you know, every stream is different. Um, so uh, just trying to stay on top of everything. Do you know the crazy the crazy thing is um, there was an article that came out today and they were reviewing everything happening with the pandemic and how things certain markets have really decreased. But obviously, one market has had a huge jump in growth and that's streaming. And uh, so a lot of people are really starting to take notice, not that they weren't before, but starting to take notice that when someone refers to themselves as a content creator, they're not that's just not a name they came up with. Right. That's something they take pride in. Like they enjoy. Like you said, you stream six days a week. 
for people who are just tuning into this channel for the first time, it takes a lot of work. Not for me. I don't do anything on this channel. My side just show up. But it's a, it takes a lot of work for a streamer to show up and stay fresh and be prepared for it. Do you feel as a content creator that the industry is heading in the place where it's maybe too commercialized or people are stepping away from the purity of it? Like, do you, do you, are you still having fun? And are you ever worried about it becoming more corporate? No, um, I think everything will s s sort of changing, changes slowly. Mm -hmm. um, I'm okay with what's going on right now. Uh, I don't think it's really affected negatively. If anything, gaming is, is huge, you know, and it's just getting even bigger. Um, yeah, there's there's uh, there's some really successful streamers, gamers, like pro gamers, esports, it's crazy. It makes me really proud to be a gamer. Yeah, That's like you wouldn't expect that if you talk to someone older, you know, like, I don't know, in their 50s. <laughs> Steve is pushing 40, so be careful with the old word. He, uh, he, he gets very offended. Actually, I texted Steve the other day because, you know, Steve is a huge movie fan, Marvel fan, right? And Endgame was, was enormous. It was the biggest movie ever, right? If I remember correctly, bigger than Avatar. Um, yes. And I sent him some information about Grand Theft Auto V, a game that came out eight years ago, at the, seven or eight years ago at this point, that has passed $6 billion in, in, in gross profit. Right. Yeah. Which is three times the amount of which the biggest movie of all time had ever made. Right. Biggest and greatest movie of all time. Right. Avatar. <laughs> Do you pronounce it wrong? It's pronounced Avengers. I understand. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. Gaming has never been bigger. Right. Gaming right. right now is about as big as it's ever going is, is not even as big as it's ever going to be as big as it's ever been. And it is mm -hmm. still massively on the incline, I feel. I think, you know, millions of accounts on World of Warcraft monthly, yeah. um, hundreds of millions of accounts on League of Legends monthly and Counter-Strike and Call of Duty. And so those games are super big, super big, right? Now, what is growing well along with that is the content creation. Now, yeah. somewhere down the rumor mill, I hear you're starting a YouTube channel, Desi. Now... What's what's going on with that? You know, what can we expect? What can we what can we hope to see from from that channel? Right. Oh my God, I don't even know. <laughs> you're, you're talking really? to the you're talking to the choir at that point because we still don't know what this is. I think you guys are doing great, great job. Well, thank you. Yes, thank you. that's why I wanted to be come on here. I've never been on a podcast, so I'm sure whenever people watch this, they're gonna be like, "What? What? Why? Why is she so like? I don't know. You know, like." weird or something but uh I, I feel way more natural on stream um something about i don't know i don't know what it is but anyway i can already feel myself getting more comfortable here as as the podcast goes on but anyway i think you guys are doing a great job um and that's why i wanted to be on here um because i want to tell my my community let them know like hey i was on this podcast you guys can come check it out <laughs> and hopefully you know they can come back and and listen to you guys oh, for future uh podcasts we, so. we definitely appreciate that we definitely we, appreciate we really that. do so um, are you are you excited yeah. to start the YouTube channel or are you, oh, right, are you, right. you, you start the process um, on it? Are you working on it? Yes, I'm very excited. Um, I think my what you can expect from whatever I'm going to make is really random videos. I don't know. I don't think it's going to yes. I'm not going to focus on anything specifically. Smart. I really don't know. Like I'm just I really I'm getting into it because I want to learn how to edit videos. Okay. OK, that's it. I'm doing this for fun. Um, yeah. YouTube was never something I was like, yes, like I want to be a YouTuber. Yeah, like I know uh, it, that was streaming for me. If anything, I was like, I want to be a streamer, you know. Um, so YouTube now is something. I just I'm doing it for fun. Um, 
you know, I'm working from home right now. Everyone has a lot of time, I think, yeah. right? Yeah. We're not, we, there's nothing to do. So um, I have a little bit of extra time. I was like, let me learn something. And hopefully I can, and uh, I can make some videos, you know? It can be, it just be fun, a few minutes long. I'm nothing super crazy. Yeah, hopefully I can get there, but yeah, it's just, it's gonna be fun. It's one of those things in my mind that definitely doesn't hurt doing right mm -hmm. you know yeah, diversifying right. portfolio it's a good thing you know when investing it's also really good if you're a content creator you can't expect yeah. all of your revenue especially at some point down the road does it you will be a full-time content creator right you're heading down that path you're, you're are you very close to partner or like above eligible for partner or something yeah. right so you're very close to that milestone which is which is enormous on twitch now right and that'll just mm -hmm. snowball eventually into you being a full-time streamer right Having that other source of income from YouTube or from selling t-shirts, right? That is huge for streamers because you can have a really good month and have a really bad month, right? So you can't expect that paycheck to come from the same spot always. So right. that's, it's really, it's really good that you're doing that huge, huge move into YouTube. It's a, it's a growing, growing platform still. It's the biggest platform in the world, I think. Um, yeah. And it's, it's really hard. That's why Steve does most of the backend work and I do, uh, all the the recording and editing and stuff. Steve is the guy behind the the titles. If you guys don't like the titles, hit Steve. Um, the tags and the descriptions <laughs> the and stuff. So. I'm sorry of the videos. Yes, it's yeah. actually really important. It's super important to like mm -hmm. synergize yeah. titles and tags and and information in your just in description. Oh, and but believe me, you will get unsolicited advice on YouTube. I got a, a message <laughs> and I was just like, oh, I I didn't ask for this advice, but but thank you. <laughs> for that we get comments all the time this is a nerd i'm a nerd i don't know if you can tell that about me zach's not as nerdy as me but would you qualify yourself as a nerd would you say that hey i am someone that nerds out on stuff what do you mean nerds out on stuff all right good i'm glad you asked the follow <laughs> So I've heard Steve make this speech 14 times. Thank you. <laughs> so I noticed that you, uh, when I popped you, I think you were watching, a, you were kind of watching the trailer for uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Would you oh, say yeah. like, so that's kind of like nerding out. I watched that trailer. Here's the, the fundamental okay. difference between the okay. way you had, right. you were very that. poised and very calm when you watch. You were like, oh, graphics, they look good. <laughs> You're like, story looks good chat yeah. right and i'm like wow she's really a professional now if we had a camera on me when i did that i'm like zach did you see it bro did you see it it's like it's, it's right. two o'clock in the morning like watching the back. super bowl yes <laughs> and I've, I've watched it 18 times since and i've emailed all the developers no one's gotten back yet as of right now well after the but, threats you sent to ubisoft over which game not working ghost recon i'm surprised they don't have you on some sort of blacklist you're not even allowed to buy uh, their games anymore uh, 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 my lawyer said we're not allowed to use that type of language. Oh, I sent them a letter with blood droplets as a, a friendship extension. Oh, hopefully when they're okay. favorite game. Okay. But when, you, when I say if you're a nerd, like, is there anything that you super look forward to? And you're like, man, this is my thing. And like, I will spend all, all the time doing it if I possibly. Yeah, yeah. Um, when was it? Back when I used to play League of Legends, uh, this was when I was like 18, 19, 20. I played it for like two years and that was all I did. This was after I quit playing WoW. Um, let me see. It be, that was my like next addiction. You know, you move on from one thing to another. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I quit. Well, I took a break from WoW. Uh, when was it? Oh, when MOP came out, Miss of Pandaria. Mm -hmm. um, and then I started playing League. And that was very early on. Actually, I, I played League when it was like 
very new still. Not new, but like in the early phases. Anyway, yeah, so I used to watch, I remember watching LCS. Yep. And and looking forward to that a lot. So I guess I used to nerd out on that. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I do. I, I remember watching the LCS and then they also, YouTube had this like sort of, I don't know, kind of like a, not like a show, but they they follow the the the, the gamers around and yeah. you know, kind of like a little how do you call it? It was a, like a so they did a, we, sort of. We are you referring to the the one that TSM did way yeah, back yeah. in the day where where uh-huh. Reggie was recording everything inside the house. Yeah, yes. I forget what the yes. name of the show was, but they made their own reality show mm-hmm. um, out of the the esports players and the league and and leading up to it, almost like. Um, Man, you could do it with so many major sports. I just don't remember. Uh, HBO does it going into the NFL season. Hard knocks. Oh, right? gotcha, Very gotcha, similar gotcha. to that where they lead up to the season and then in between. Oh, Optic did it best, uh, in my opinion, with Call of Duty and all of their stuff. Uh, Vision. Um, thanks, Hitch, before Optic got sold out. But yes, that was I was huge into the TSM stuff back then, too. Yeah, yeah. Me, too. You live sure. so That's close. Like- did you ever go to uh, an LCS event? No, I haven't. Mm-mm. Hmm. I want to, though. So maybe what? I mean, even though I don't play League much anymore, I would still go. Yeah. For sure. I like I like events and people, <laughs> obviously. Right. So I like to be around all that fun stuff. So you Have went you ever... to... I'm sorry. Go ahead, Steve. No, no, no. You hit it, hit it, hit it. All right. So you went to BlizzCon last year, right? Was it your first yeah. ever BlizzCon? No, I went the year before that. Um but I only went for like half a day. I couldn't. I couldn't get the two days off from work. Um, and it's so, it was so annoying. Like my alarm actually, I don't know, it didn't go off. <laughs> and I live what? I'm, I'm in LA and Anaheim was, is like two hours away. Two so. hours. And yeah. oh my God, I left it like, I don't know, one or two. So there was like, I mean, I don't know. I left at a time where there was so much traffic. Like I slept in, I guess I didn't hear my alarm. It really, really sucked. I, w- I could, I was planning on being there the whole day, but because I didn't hear my alarm, I think I went to sleep too late or something. Um, I only went, I only made it to like the rest of the half day. So it was still fun, but I didn't get my whole experience out of it. Um, so then last year I did, it was really fun. Um, even Thursday night, it was like Halloween, um, people oh, partying right. at the Hilton. Yeah. Um, it was really fun. It was really fun. I even did some IRL streams. Um, have you guys been to BlizzCon? No. So Steve, no. admittedly, Steve doesn't even know what Blizzard is or what World of Warcraft is in any fashion whoa, whoa, other than the whoa, movie. Whoa, 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 um, whoa, 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 hold on for a second. I know what Blizzard is. that delicious drink you get from, uh, Dairy Queen. That- Yes, it's amazing. <laughs> Very tasty. Um, and I've never been. No, I've only been to the West Coast one time. It was when I went in February of last year. Um, just just because, honestly. But I've been to five PAX Easts and, mm-hmm. and such. So, uh, have you been to a PAX? It's up in Seattle, I think, on the West no, Coast. No, I want to. Yeah, PAX West is, is the way to go, I think. What's it about? What's PAX? So PAX is Penny Arcade Expo. It's just a you go and um, Intel and like all the major video game companies are there other than Activision for some reason every year. Uh, and EA skips out most years too. Um, and it's just like a show floor with, um, it's kind of very similar to E3 with a bunch of new games coming out. A few years that I went, Ark Survival was like the big draw, right? Lawbreakers was a huge draw one year when it got squashed by Overwatch. Um, it's fun. A lot of content creators go. It's a good place to network and it's really just fun to hang out. Honestly, it's just partying. Oh, that's 
Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, after this quarantine is over, I look forward to going, like, taking advantage of my time and going to events and stuff. Um, For sure. Like, I live here in LA. Like, I can go to so many things, concerts, and I don't. But now, you know, that that was sort of taken away from me. It's like, oh, man, I want to go, you know? I want to make that time to go and experience all that. I was just thinking about like you having to try to make that drive from the valley to Anaheim. That means you were probably going to take the what the five to the four hundred five or something like that. It's a, I, just, I was I was just sweating right now just thinking about it. like it's the worst feeling on earth. Did you yeah. drive on the? Did you get on the four hundred five and all while you were there, Zach? Did you make it on there? You know, I don't. I don't remember um, most of it to be honest. Most of the driving, at least. I remember driving from Hollywood to Torrance, which is. Two, I don't remember how long it is, 20 miles maybe, something like that. And it took yeah. two and a half hours. Yes. Um, and it was the most brutal thing I've ever done. And we drove back into downtown to go to um, Foga to Chow. And that took a long, long time. Uh, I, I For sure, I'm going back to California at some point, And I'm not staying on that side of the city. I'm going to stay in like um, North Hollywood or something, I think, if I go back. Yeah, that's what... North Hollywood, Valley Glen. Uh, what's another good area? There's a fun area. There's uh, Sherman Oaks. Sherman Oaks Studio City. Studio City, um, yeah. Very, very nice. So, yeah, yeah. I, I gotta ask: Have you ever raged out playing a game before? Because I heard you talking about League. The last time I talked to Zach about League, he stopped <laughs> speaking to me for three days because I just asked too many noob questions, and he's like, "I can't explain why it makes me so." Does it still make you angry, Zach? Or we? I on? had to uninstall it from. Um... <laughs> From my computer, because the last time I even looked at the icon, because my computer is a mess, to be fair, as much as I'm a computer nerd, I saw it. And I'm like, no! And uh, I instantly was like, oh my god, I could just, I could go jungle right now, and it would be a great time. And I was like, no, I would literally rather pick up a heroin addiction again. Um, so no, I, uh, I did not, have not, will not play it again. Rain I can't. Stop. I can't. Uh, what, what about you, Desi? Have you ever raged out playing a game like that before? Have you ever just like gotten to the point where the keyboard's about to fly out your hand? You know, it's weird. Yes and no, but I try not to. I, I don't know. I guess it's. I guess I'm not really the aggressive when it comes to video games. Um, I there's kind of like a barrier. You know, I feel mm-hmm. there's there's to a lot of people. Let's say you have a bad game or something. You know, sometimes that per, that game lets or that game. The bad game affects the person, you know, mentally and might ruin their day or their night or their morning. You know, that doesn't happen to me. It just doesn't. I don't know. I don't know why. Um, I think that I'm I'm good at like separating. Okay, this is just a game, even though I'm very competitive. And yeah, of course, I want to win. And I usually even if I'm like playing league or I never give up, even if we're losing. Like, I don't surrender. <laughs> so it's not like I'm okay with losing. No, it's just right. that I don't think it's worth it ruining my day, you know? So that's how I go about it. So, yeah. But I have gotten upset. I've gotten upset about things. Uh, but usually it's never too serious. You, yeah. sound like a, you sound like a very level-headed person, just like very calm and stuff. Let me, I just want to, just rapid fire, a little off script here, since you said you're not that type of person. I want to paint a few images for you. You tell me how you would react to this person. Oh Let's say, <laughs> hypothetically, you had a co-host for a show that had a different name back in the day. You guys were playing games with each other. What would you do if your co-host was so filled with rage over the way you were playing Modern Warfare 
that he quit the call and left. Would you talk to that person again? Okay, so uh, I'm playing a game, right, with someone right. else, and then yeah. the person is upset at how I'm playing. Yeah, so that's I'm not playing bad or something. Name it. The name of the show. No, not bad. New, Hold on. New, for record, Steve's getting a really bad picture on me here. That never happened. I was very accepting over how bad Steve was at Modern Warfare. I even helped him get us a win. Okay. That did not happen. That I remember. Oh, but it did. Like it, it happened suddenly too. So, but we're not we're not talking about us. This was another channel. Uh, we're called Talking with a Dad. This channel was called Gaming with a Dad. Oh right, of right. Poor, poor SOBs. They got canceled a while ago. But uh, yeah, one the guy, uh, I think his name was Mac and uh, Devin were their names. And uh, Mac got really mad at Devin one night when he was playing a game. And he just like he was like, no, I can't talk to you anymore. And just hung up and didn't speak to him for like three hours until they bumped into each other at work. Is that does that sound like normal behavior for a gamer, do you think? Or not if you're like a, a psychiatrist or anything, but if I mean, you want to give it. Sounds, a... It sounds normal behavior for a person. <laughs> I don't think that happened. See, <laughs> really paint a bad picture on here. I don't actually think that happened. No, it didn't happen. I definitely raced with the game. I definitely huh? was like, you know what? I'm done with the game. I can't play this anymore. <laughs> we got one They're win, really and I'm like, Steve was like, let's go for back to back. And I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> um, since we're talking about this, then I have a question. Um, why? Okay, Zach, I'm assuming he's talking about you? Yes, yes. <laughs> of course he is. But, but that's okay. I get it. I get it. Trust me. I do. Even though I'm not like that. I, I understand. Um, anyway, so why do you think it affects you like that? And, and I think you might answer for a lot of those people that it, oh, it affects man. that way. Well, what goes on? Honestly, moment? for me, it's, it's I hate losing so much that it bothers me if I lose anything right it's it's a it's a failure to me right and i think failing is the worst thing you could do as a human right now not succeeding and failing are two different things okay and losing a video game is a failure and that's why it bothers me so much i i am ultra competitive in any aspect yeah. in life and failing is the worst thing you could do and okay. that is why it affects me so much <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and that's why I said it before you answered. I understand. Like, I know that's what it is. <laughs> for some reason, it just doesn't work for me on for video games. But now, if we're talking about, like, real life stuff, like work. Yeah, I mean, this is real life. Games is real life. Sure. But, um, you know, like, take it into a different, uh, like, scenario, like work or something. I hate failing. Mm -hmm. Like, I do. I always want to be the best at whatever it is. Um that that will upset me, but it, for video games, it doesn't. Not like what? that, anyway. <laughs> I, I to be fair to Zach, it wasn't three hours. It was more like an hour and a half. I didn't leave the call. I didn't leave the call. I left. I and honestly, what happened? I believe was I left and went and played WoW. I was like, you know what? Yeah. I'm done with this. I'm going to put Lo-Fi on. I'm mentally checking out, <laughs> and I'm playing WoW. I was like, I can't play Modern Warfare anymore. And then we made a video out of it, and it was a fun video. We actually won. Uh, surprisingly um I, I carried us it was an amazing sight i carried us to two victories <laughs> it was first of all it was only one we won one game total and i think over the entire course of the 15 or 20 games that we played you had nine kills so yeah. you carried us you carried us stevie so, I'm proud so what passion is that, you know, now that we're going down this dark rabbit hole of Zach's <laughs> bruised ego. Dark, this is dark. So you talking? We were talking. You talked a little bit about like being competitive and wanting to win outside. What are your passions outside of gaming? And 
Like, what what do you enjoy doing outside of? I like uh, I like working out. I've been working out a bit more. I'm trying to get into that. You know, I'm trying to teach myself to love it. You know, <laughs> um, but other than that, what do I like doing? I mean, streaming takes up a lot of of my time, and I love that a lot. Everything about it, though, like I love being uh, interactive with everyone on Discord. Mm-hmm. Sort of like taking care of my people. That's yeah. what I, that's what I kind of call it. Also, I've been really I'm trying to be really active on social media, and not even just by like posting posting things here and there, like just replying to everyone. Mm-hmm. I want to be. I don't want to. I don't know. I feel like as a streamer, especially if you become like big or something, you know, like if you have like thousands of viewers or whatever, that person might seem unapproachable or mm. uh, like you might think like oh i'll never be able to talk to this person like this person's too busy for me or like you know i don't want to be that um i don't ever want to be that i always want to be there that's why i play pay attention so much to chat yeah um and i think i that's my goal anyway to always always be like that and just yeah so no you know what i i'll say it again man like uh I learned it at first. I first saw it with Zach and the way he approached people who came into his chat, even if they only came in for a second, showed him love. And then when I watched your stream the other day, I was like, man, this is, you're exactly what you just responded to. You just made everyone feel as if they were part of the community. And I do really wish you the best of luck. And I hope as your career, like Zach says, I don't want to blow your head up, but I obviously can see talent when talent's in front of me. And except for myself, I'm not talented at all. But you are going to be someone that people are going to enjoy watching because of the approachability, and you make good content. So I'm, I wish the best for you. I really do. Thank you. Thank you. I'm no. just trying my best. You know, when I started streaming, I never knew what was going to come of it, if, if I was going to be good or bad or anything. Um, but I'm just keep 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 on keeping on, right? That's a Twitch thing. I'm going sure. to make one song request of you. You gotta okay. play Ch- Chibo Mado. Just look him up. Wait, you gotta. What's it called? Ch- Chibo Mado. It's C I B A O. Okay. Sugar Water. Next time you're on your chat, I'll throw it in there for you. Okay. And, and you enjoy it. It's right up your alley. Oh, That's awesome. All. Okay. That's- what genre is that? Uh, they would be the precursor to like lo-fi. They, I guess you would call them proto lo-fi. They, they were the kind of one of the few bands before that kind of kicked it off. But I'm showing my. Showing my age now. <laughs> like chill music, sort of. Yeah, oh. very chill. Steve, okay, when it comes um, to music, Steve is Steve is far and beyond anything I could ever imagine in a person. Steve is incredible with music. That's his talent. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I I have some questions for you guys. For sure. Okay. Shoot. <laughs> Let's do um, it. All right. So I want to know. Where where did you guys get your inspiration uh, from to make this podcast? <laughs> Steve, go ahead, buddy. You go ahead. You give your side of the story. I was forced so, uh, into it, so <laughs> forced into it. So it's it's funny because uh, before my uh, second career path, I used to do uh, crisis intervention work, and I would coach people in how to deal with substance abuse and uh, and recover from those type of things. So I would, that what I did, and that used to be my passion. I did that for eight years. And then I stopped doing it. I met Zach at my our shared new job, and we instantly got along. But we had a lot of hard conversations. And I was like, you know what? I'm like Zach. You seem like the type of guy. I saw how intense he was, and I appreciate that about people who like when they have passion. I was like, let me tell you what I did for a living prior, and I want to pitch something. 
would you be interested in teaching me how to play first person shooters? Because I thought they were, I thought it was a stupid genre, right? I'm, I am a fighter, game fighter through and through, like Tekken, Street Fighter. These are the games I grew up with, and these are the games I will probably continue to play. I like to say that I'm, I'm actually fairly decent at these games, as I had to show someone at our old job. Yeah, so I asked Zach if he was interested in. I've ever seen anyone ever get. <laughs> It was it was glorious at that. So it, it started off as, as at first us just joking, like he's going to teach me how to play games and he was going to teach. I think it was originally like I was supposed to play cash. Right. You were going to train me how to beat cash in like CSGO or our, our boss at, at the time. Yeah. And so and then we finally just, you know, helped Zach actually built my computer, helped me build my computer. And then once that was that, I said, you know what, let's do it, bro. Let's actually do this. So I got a webcam. We did our first video, which was on Borderlands 2. I've never played games on a keyboard or anything like that. And uh, we had so much fun at the beginning of Borderlands. <laughs> and it initially started just him teaching me how to play games. And uh, I'll let Zach pick up the second half of that question. <laughs> so as a transition from me teaching him how to play games, Steve got competent. Um, we played Borderlands 2 for three and a half, four hours, maybe a lot of content up, uh, up on the channel already. Um, and then we transitioned when Borderlands 3 came out into playing Borderlands 3. I thought it was, I thought Borderlands was a perfect game for Steve to learn keyboard and mouse on, and that was still also a shooter. Because really my true way for people to learn keyboard and mouse when they ask me is to pick up and play Minecraft. That's how I learned. That's how I became skilled at aiming and where I need to be and, and transitioning into shooters after that. Um, but Steve was like, nope, that's for children. Agreed. <laughs> Moving on. Actually, he said something way different than that that's not allowed on the internet. Um, so we played Borderlands 3 and, and, you know, the first four or five episodes, it was, you know, still fundamentals, teaching him how to do things. Steve got competent really quickly. Right? I'll give him that really quick, quickly. He was he was good enough that we're we were just having a conversation the entire time during during the recording sessions. And it turned into not me teaching him how to play games. It was just us talking about topics, mostly fighting, um, but us talking about topics for an hour and a half or two hours a, a week. So we, at one point, we we're just like, hey, dude just cut out the games like we finished borderlands 3 and was like this is the worst experience we've ever had it took seven 17 times as long as i thought it should have um so we were like all right let's just transition into a podcast and just do topical videos of like things that we want to talk about and that's how the podcast started truly that's, so cool. that's a good story yeah. uh, so when was your guys first podcast then ever? oh man um 33 weeks ago whoa that was real quick. You did you was that off? Well, the top it's, it's episode thirty-one. <laughs> episode thirty-one. Oh, okay. We've missed two weeks. Okay. <laughs> so, I don't, I don't and even exactly even that know. was even that was like kind of by mistake, right? We did no, a that fight was a night. Spur, that was a spur of the moment. But I was like, Steve, we had talked about doing this. Hop in a call. Mm -hmm. Let's just, let's just sit and talk for like an hour. And it turned out that we both a had a ton of fun. And immediately afterwards, like, all right, when are we doing the next one? Right. So every Friday night now. We we sit down for somewhere between an hour and two hours. I don't I don't know if we have we gone over two hours yet. Probably not. Um, no. Close, but never never quite over two hours. Wait, there is there is one time we went over two hours. It's the episode that has been lost in the uh, oh to die. yes there was, the, the X file. I found that hard drive. I found there's it. A, there, there's we a, decided it was going to be a good idea to do a, a fight night and to do a podcast reaction to the fight afterwards. And it, it was actually my bright idea. I was like, we'll do a hoagies and whiskey night. Like, we'll eat hoagies, we'll drink whiskey, and we'll talk about the fights. <laughs> Needless to say, 
Nothing that was recorded that night should ever be consumed by polite society. It is the worst content that's ever been created. How big of a bottle of whiskey was that that we finished? Is that a fifth? Yes. That was a, a full fifth, fifth of whiskey between the two of us until oh, like that. until like four in the morning or maybe even later than that. Bad, bad it idea. It was bad. It was bad. <laughs> I have it on a hard drive that I had, or a um, memory stick that I had just found. And I'm like, oh, sure. I should like see it. And I'm like, nope. We'll back where it was and forget about it for another six months. So, so do you guys ever get like a little nervous to record or, or not, not at all? It's something that you're used to. I let Steve answer that because I, I have a long-winded I have a long-winded answer on this. I'm going to be honest. The most nervous I, I've been to ever do this was the three instances. The first time we played uh, COD, I was really nervous to be recording that and because I just I didn't want it. This is going to sound really super simpish. I didn't want to let Zach down. I was like, man, I've been practicing and I didn't want to do that. The second time, uh, the other two times, one of them is tonight. I got, I'm extremely nervous before we do the interviews because you're talking to someone and you want to make sure that you're representing them accurately and then making them feel comfortable. So those would be my three times. I think. Um, I actually looked this up just a minute ago. My first YouTube video I uploaded on my old channel, I might have even had one before this, was November 25th of 2010, Mm. right? We're coming up on 10 years of me being on the internet. You imagine at that time, I was 14, 13 or 14, 14, um, because it was in November, right? I'm an August baby. So I've been doing this for 10 years. I haven't been nervous about recording live streaming uploading um honestly probably since the day before rocket league came out there's a weird there's a weird answer there when rocket league came out uh in 2014 maybe six years ago um we were one of the first people to stream it was me shane um i don't know if i don't remember if reggie was there Rob might have been there, a different Rob than you know, Steve. Um, and then one of my internet friends at the time, APOC, who had been long banned from Twitch for various reasons that I can't get into. There's still a litigation going on with that. Um, actually, funny story. I'll tell it after the, after the podcast. Um, so that night, we had eleven or 1,200 viewers in the stream. Wow. Second biggest in Rocket League ninth on twitch for that night i think it was the ninth biggest it's ever been now i was an idiot and i didn't capitalize on it and i didn't keep streaming we streamed for that week and i think i didn't stream again for another like eight months right i, I perpetual self-failure uh is the story of my life and my autobiography oddly enough um so that night i was the most nervous i've ever been on a stream or anything but since then it's like okay well what's going to top that 10,000 viewers, right? And like at that point, it's like, you got a you got a thousand in there. Chat's going faster than you can even imagine it ever being. And then it's like, okay, cool. We're just hanging out, playing playing soccer car with the uh, with the boys. So that's the answer. Yeah. Makes sense. Been doing it for a while now. Yeah. I, I don't even know. It goes away after a while. Yeah, it goes away for sure. I'm, I'm sure you've probably experienced the same thing. Right. You've had some pretty big raids, I, I think. Right. I feel like Swifty's raided you a few times for quite a few people. So, I, yeah. you know, that, that nervousness goes away. Um, and it does, it does. 
through our through our today. channel, mine and Steve's, it's never been that because it's just like we're just friends, just sitting down having a conversation, right? Yeah. And now that we have guests, it's just us bringing other friends in to have a conversation yeah. with yeah. us. That's it, right? Everyone that we have on is a friend of the show, and and that's that's how we see you guys and 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 people who comment and stuff. Like, yeah, that, that stuff all goes away, uh, but it's only through repetition, really. Have Have you guys ever thought about streaming it while recording, like? on twitch yes not that you should or but have you uh we've had that discussion a few times for sure yeah. um we haven't quite finalized when how why we would do it yet um it would go up on youtube i've never streamed on youtube before i'm not even sure i can uh, now that i think of it because i'm affiliated through twitch so i think i i'm exclusively through twitch or something um but it would be under a different name so i don't think that's a big deal but yeah, we have thought about that. Um, actually, one of my viewers in my chat today was talking about it. I was telling him, hey, you know, we're having a podcast. I'm going to guest on. He goes, okay, cool. What time does it go live? And I'm like, no, 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 no. It goes up tomorrow. <laughs> he goes, oh, I wanted to sit here and watch. I'm like, okay, well, we'll have to figure it out eventually. But yeah, that's that's yeah. kind of where we are with it. But, well, th that would be like sort of a different element, right? If you're streaming it and sort of recording it. Because if you're streaming it on Twitch, do you, what do you do with chat? Do you ignore chat? So, or, or how does that work? Actually, I have an idea for this. Um, oh, I, would, I guess you got to kind of combine it in a certain way. Yes, huh? I have an idea for this. Um, I would do, if we were doing it on YouTube, um, I don't know if I would do channel. Um, so I think it's super chat on YouTube, which is donations. Yeah. Um, and I would, I, so that's the ultimate way that I would like to do it, right? Is you donate five bucks and you're like, hey, this is a question. And the last 30 minutes of our show is fan questions, right? I would mm -hmm. love to be able to do it that way, but we're not, we're not big enough yet for that. Um, right now, what I would probably do is have, I would, have one of my friends moderate the chat, take down the list of questions and still fan questions if we have any and do that for the last segment of the show. Cool. That's what I think I would do. Probably do a, like a live watch too, like something that wouldn't get us copyright <laughs> striked or something like that. So enjoy watching something that we like watching. I had a lot of fun that night. Who was it that went live with the Luchadores? Uh, that, was, that was Pat. That was Cash. Yeah, that would be something. That, was, that was hilarious. That was the most fun I've ever had watching Twitch. <laughs> yeah, that was really fun. Um, does he have any more questions for us? I have a few more. Sure. Yeah, um, two, absolutely. I have one that I'm sort of like, I just thought of right now. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so where are you guys in your apartment or house? Like, where is this room that you're in? What is it? I am in my fortress of solitude in the great state of Canada. So <laughs> Steve has a palatial estate. <laughs> let's let's be fair. Steve has an entire compound over there that many people would be jealous of. Uh, I'm in my bedroom. So I'm I'm down in the man cave, and that's why it looks so uh, grim so and bare. dungeon. It's so grim and dungeony down there. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, yeah, okay, that's... yeah. One, I think one more. Okay, yeah. if you guys uh, could have. Okay, here, let me rephrase this. What's like one dream guest you guys would want to have on your podcast? That's a lie. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't know. Have I thought about this? Um for me it would be something car related for me, I think. I, so, I, yeah. I would have it, two people. It would I, but one of them I would be scared to be in the same room with him. John Jones would be one person he's in. <laughs> and then the other one would definitely be Joe Rogan. Like, if I could get... Oh, wow, yeah. I, I'm glad you said Rogan. Um, mine at the moment would probably be Matt Farah. 
Uh, he hosts the Smoking Tire. Um, I'm a huge fan of the Smoking Tire. I love cars. I'm really, really into cars. And he is like a he's a wealth of knowledge that I would love to have in my circle of friends. Uh, Matt Farrow would be would be mine at the moment for sure. Oh, that's cool. I think yeah. some like some honorary mentions would be. I would love to have Bitwit on. He just seems like someone that <laughs> like you could like have a lot of good time uh, talking oh, to about computers. I could go like honorary that. mentions forever. I've been I've been yeah. a fan of Painkiller already, a podcast for ten years. Right? They literally just celebrated their ten year anniversary. I watched the first episode. I actually have a video on my channel, my old channel, that I'm on record eight and a half years ago saying that I was watching Painkiller already. Um, so any of those guys would be amazing to have on. Um, obviously, like like movie stars like chris pratt or some shit but yeah chris pratt probably smells really good i would love to have the shit that's for when we have a studio eventually <laughs> we'll, we'll have a studio uh somewhere in steve's palatial estate maybe in the guest house um it's not a guest house it's an addition right it's a it's a small addition that we built for people that we don't like staying in the house that's really what it is that's true that's true um i'm i'm out of i think i'm out of questions steve do you have any more Oh, I'm no, sorry. I do have one. If you don't, I'm sorry. No, go for it, man. Hit it. Desi, do you have a favorite moment in gaming? Something that you were doing in a game, something that was happening maybe on stream that just felt like so much fun that you th you think about it every once in a while that you could go back and relive that moment. Okay. Yeah, there's, there's, uh, there's one, I guess. Um, so obviously it's about, it's, it's about wow. <laughs> um, this was during a uh, cataclysm. Well, what year was that? I think it was 2012. Um, I look it up. But anyway, that's when Raided Battlegrounds came out. And I was all about it. Uh, I, love, I love PvP, even though I don't do much of it right now. But P chat can tell. When, I, when, when there's world PvP going on, I get like, I go crazy a little bit. Um, but anyway, so man, uh, we were in this one RBG, and this, this is, these were high-rated RBGs, like, you know, uh, like, Seriously, like just higher rated, like 23, 24, 2500 bracket, right? Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I, w I was in this one RBG group, and uh, this is when DDoSing actually kind of started happening. People started DDoSing because they got yeah. so competitive that right. they wanted these, you know, the points and whatever. Anyway, yeah, so I, I actually got DDoS a few times during the game. And one of my friends was actually streaming on Twitch. And this video is actually still on YouTube. Um, and I was not streaming at the time or anything. But uh, anyway, I got DDoS. Like, the, the flag carrier got DDoS while having the flag. It was like, it was Twin Peaks. Do you remember that battleground? I don't know. Sort of like Warsong Gold. Um, yeah, I remember Warsong Gold. It's sort of like that. Anyway, so a bunch of people got DDoS, like, on our team mm -hmm. and then there was like inside people on our team i guess also ddos them oh. there was like a it was there was a lot of shady shit going on uh but anyway uh the game went on for like i don't know 30 minutes or longer i don't remember uh what we ended up winning even though a bunch of us got ddos and it was pretty crazy because my friend he was streaming and he was like so hype this guy's kind of crazy actually um <laughs> but it was a lot of fun man yeah Man, I remember when DDoS was DDoSing was super prevalent. Steve, do you, are you familiar with, with what this is? I vague, yeah, vaguely. So okay. it has, has to do with the server? Am I wrong? No. Or? So a DDoS is like, say, this happened to be a lot in Call of Duty. I was, I was very, very good in Call of Duty at, at a time, not anymore. Um, that you'd be beating someone, and then they find your IP address through game files and knock you offline, like shut oh, your yeah. internet off. 
right? So you get you get dropped from the game so they don't get that loss or, or whatever on, on their record. That happened a lot, dude. That was a super prevalent thing for a long time. I don't know what happened. Maybe games got better at hiding your IP address or people got bored of doing that. Uh, and DDoSing isn't as, isn't as popular anymore. Let's say that. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember. But back then we were using Skype. You know, before Discord. That's a thing. Too. So I think people got I, their IPs through Skype, and I don't think you can do that with Discord. I'm not sure, but I, I heard of, I heard that like Discord doesn't. Yeah, something about yeah. the way. I'm not sure. Something like that. There's no full way. I'm sure, but I'm, you probably can get it through Discord. It'd be much harder. It'd take a much more advanced person, but um, I'm sure you could. Probably a lot safer than Google Hangouts, though, for sure. Skype, right? Skype was the reason. Yeah, Skype. That's actually a really good call. Mm. That if you had the same name in the game as you did on Skype, you were yeah. bound to get DDoS. And then once they had it, because the the standard DNS reset is is like every three days, I believe, from your ISP. Um, you would never have a new IP by the time you played that person again. So you'd play them again, you'd get hit off again, and then it would never. It would keep going and going and going. That happened a lot. Yeah. Are you guys still snatch up the uh, still snatch up the win, even though they were doing that to you? Desi? Oh, I'm sorry. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> you guys still snatched up the win, even though they oh, were kicking. Yes. That's oh amazing. <laughs> and that's why, that's why it's one of the greatest moments. Yeah. If, if we would have lost, oh, that would suck. But it was awesome because they were trying to, to you know, cheat their way to mm -hmm. a win, and they didn't. They didn't succeed. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that those those games were were the worst. Yeah, I've I've been on the wrong end of that in multiple games in, in a few times. At the point where I had to buy a new router, like, like fried my router at one point. It could get so bad. So, I think that's, I think that's it. We, we went for an hour. Um, we we intended these interviews to be thirty minutes, guys. Uh, They're never going to be thirty minutes. Never going to be thirty <laughs> minutes. So I think we just should just give up on that. Um, Desi, where can the people find you? Um, on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Desi Heat. Um, Twitter, I think it's Desi Heat 1 because okay. there's some dude that has Desi Heat and I'm still upset about it. And his account is <laughs> inactive and has been for so many years and he doesn't post. <laughs> I even tried to message Twitter about it and they're like, I don't remember because you have to choose. Oh, why? Why do you want this name, right? Like, mm -hmm. are they are they stealing your identity or yeah. whatever, whatever? And I just, I just try to do. I picked anything, and they replied with like, "No, we can't do it." I'm like, "Oh my god, why?" <laughs> <laughs> just give me it, you know. I don't know. Anyway, so it's Desi Heat One on Twitter, uh, and then Instagram though I do have Desi Heat, so that's that's cool. And yeah, that's it for now. Until the YouTube becomes official. Okay. That, that's good. Desi, thank you for coming on. This, this was wonderful. You have an open invite if you ever want to come back on. Um, for I sure. This, this is a lot of fun. Um, Steve, you have anything else, man? I think we're just going to wrap up the show here, to be honest. I, I think that's that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching and listening to Talking With A Dad podcast, episode 31. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and our website, all at Talking With A Dad. Have a great night.